Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 26th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. The weather has changed here in sunny Cleveland, Ohio. Today, the sun has been out all day, and the snow has stopped. It's even melting a little bit, and the middle of our week is looking nice and bright and sunny. Sadly, the hopes of a snow day have gone away, but we're here to do what we do every day. We wake up, we roll out of bed, we get our coffee, we get on the road, on our way to work, and we use this time to think about God's Word. This podcast is designed to help you form a daily habit of time engaging God in His Word and through prayer. It's not meant to replace your existing spiritual disciplines, it's meant to strengthen the foundations of all that God has been doing in your life and keeping it a ritual daily habit Monday through Friday. So let's do that now. I'll read our passage for us, pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 through 19. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose body fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we consider this passage here in Hebrews, at the end of chapter 3, Lord, a huge warning is before us from the author of this book. Oh God, won't we consider it today? Won't you help us see the red lights flashing around this passage in our own lives and apply the truths here to our souls? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we are at the end of chapter 3 now, moving right along in the book of Hebrews. And here in this passage, the author of Hebrews has been making a very, very careful case about what's been going on with Moses and compared to who Christ is now. He has claimed that Christ is even greater than Moses, but that in the house of God's people, the people that Moses led out of Egypt in the great exodus were the same ones who provoked God by testing him, and they were not allowed to enter into the promised land even after they had seen all God had done to bring them out from Egypt. Here, concluding chapter 3 and strengthening his argument, the author of Hebrews is now turning the, the focus of the lens back onto the readers of his letter. And he's saying, Won't you, brothers, lest any of you have an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God, be so careful, so careful that you might not even see this sin in your own life? So, brothers, sisters, exhort one another every day as long as it is called today so that none of you may have your hearts hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. The thing that's highlighted in this passage at least two times in verse 12 and in verse 19 
is the sin that actually kept God's people from entering the promised land. God's people committed many sins in the wilderness. Many, many, many sins, but only one kept them out from God's rest. Only one kept them from the promised land. And it was the sin of unbelief. The author of Hebrews calls this a deceitful sin. So brothers and sisters, as we go today and we look at this passage, the author of Hebrews says, don't you guys see who are the ones who were led astray? It was the very ones whom Moses led out of Egypt. The very ones who, remember, saw all the plagues come against Egypt. The very ones who painted the blood of the spilt lambs above their doors and witnessed the Passover. The very ones who were led out of Egypt by a pillar of fire at night. The very ones who saw the Red Sea split open so that they could walk across. The very ones who worshipped and adored God on the other side of the Red Sea are the ones who fell into unbelief in their hearts and would not enter the promised land. So brothers and sisters, won't we be so careful about the sin that lingers in our hearts? Is there unbelief sitting somewhere deep within our hearts that needs to be confessed and repented of in our lives? Do we see it in our brothers and sisters? If we do, as long as it is called today, won't we exhort one another to holiness, to confession, to godliness, because the gospel is worth it. In our passage today, the author quotes Psalm 95 once again. Wouldn't it be great if we prayed from this today, on this Wednesday? Let's pray together. Father in heaven, what a powerful passage we've seen here at the end of chapter 3 in Hebrews. Lord, we must consider this. Lord, do not let any of us go today being swamped by the pressures of life and escape from the truth that lingers here at the end of chapter 3 of Hebrews in our lives. We've read it. We've considered it. Now, God, don't let us off the hook today to let it go by without consideration. But instead, Lord, let us sing to you, our God, and make a joyful noise because you are the rock of our salvation. We come into your presence with thanksgiving, with songs of praise, because you are the great God and the King above all other gods. In your hand are the depths of the earth, and the heights of the mountains are yours also. The sea is yours, and your hands formed the dry land. And yet, there is sin in our hearts, the sin of unbelief. God, we confess and we repent of the sin in our lives. We ask you to continue to show it to us that we may further trust and lean on the rock and refuge of our salvation. God, help us to grow in worship and bow down before the Lord, our Maker. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.